0: You're listening to the Rapid Realization Podcast, where we discuss the mind, body, and everything on healing from within, for you to get inspired to finding your own inner wisdom, to be more self-actualized, and become aware of your highest potential. And I'm your host, Dr. Anne-Marie Belkansky, a certified clinical hypnotherapist and mind coach at Rapid Realization, and I welcome you. So let's begin. And welcome today we are talking about your internal monologue. You know, that voice that is talking to you throughout the day, and it is the inner critic. And today we're going to talk about that inner critic and if that inner critic or that internal monologue is very calm, encouraging, and, you know, positive, then I would say that either one, you did a lot of work on yourself, congratulations for getting it there, <laughs> or two, you came from a very well-rounded upbringing, like you were surrounded around people that were very supportive, had a very positive self-talk, that really understood the importance of their words and, um maybe did some work on themselves so that they can be very self-aware of how influential they were but the, the reality is that you know we we have a society and and you know culture as well as like schools that there even if we did come from a very well-rounded family that there's bullying as well going on or you know doctors or policemen or priests and you know we cannot control how they may influence uh, children and this this internal monologue or this inner critic, because inner critic is created from all of your authority figures. And it's created primarily during your upbringing, of course, I would say highly developed between the age of two and 12. And by the age of 12, that kind of internal dialogue is pretty solidified in there. And children are pretty well aware of this kind of self-talk that they have or, or inner talk that they are having. And if you met like a little two to five-year-old, I mean, they are little like parrots, right? They're picking up like little sponges, everything that their parents may say. And there's this YouTube video, and the kid is definitely demonstrating this. And it's an old one, but it's it's pretty adorable. However, (laughs) I laugh about it. But looking back, of course, knowing what I know, you know, his little inner dialogue is being created as he obviously talking to his mom, and his mom is by the name of Linda, and he's like, Linda, Linda, listen, you don't listen, what's wrong with you? And he's like going on yelling at his mom and calling her by her first name. Clearly that was a conversation that he picked up, that little little child, no more than two years old, picked up from his father or someone that was talking to his mother that way. (laughs) And he's creating that inner dialogue so I want you to realize that that internal dialogue does come up from our childhood. So it really was out of our control in regards to how that voice was created. However, what we can do now as adults and those listening or an adult, that if we become aware of the internal dialogue that we have, then we can reprogram or change the dialogue. And I want to focus on negative self talk or negative dialogue that we have because that was created from someone. That doubt that we have of ourselves or that we're telling ourselves was created from. Those around us that also had doubt or may have maybe said negative things to us, that constantly complained or constantly would uh, see how the glass was half empty as opposed to half full, we picked up that. I like to say it is a learned pattern. And so we can unlearn viewing the world that way. We can unlearn seeing the glass half empty and now see it half full because that's more of the positive viewpoint. And everything is a reframe. We can always see something in two different ways because everything is dual in nature. Everything has a polarity and and there's a positive and negative. And so we can see the positive side of something no matter what it is. We really can. And it's crazy. Like once you get the hang of reframing your viewpoint, you can choose which voice you prefer. And it's really amazing how challenging it is in the very beginning because The pattern of negative self-talk is like a certain um, training maybe that you did. Like, let's say if you go to the gym and you're constantly doing one type of exercise with some weights, you're used to lifting the weight that way. And it's easy for you. It's like the easiest path to go down just because... Um, That pathway has been nurtured so much. And in the very beginning, you may have to resist yourself from taking the easy path because the thing is, our brains are wired to want to take the more known pathway that we have basically done most of our life. And you may not even be aware that you're doing it. So you're going to have to catch yourself so that you can start to reframe or shift what you're thinking. So let's say you're heading to this office space and you're trying to find directions and you know you pull up to the first person that you see on the on the street and you're like hey how do I get to this office and the person replies and says oh you go down 3 blocks and you're going to make your make a right and then you're going to go um down another 50 yards and you're going to see this left corner here with this type of yellow building you're going to make a left and then you're going to go around a roundabout and it becomes so complicated. And you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Your brain is already shut off. You're like, okay, thank you. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) And you leave the person forgetting everything they said. And then you pull up to the next person and the brain is already kind of overloaded. So it's like, all right, Hey, I'm trying to find this office. Can you help me the next person? And they're like, oh yeah, just go down and make a right. And you're like, awesome. Perfect. And you take that information in because it is more easier. It's more simple for you to understand it. And that's the reality. We like what we know and what seems more easier to do. (laughs) But when we try to shift the pattern to a different viewpoint, it is challenging in the very beginning. So when people start to, you know, recognize their negative self-talk and start to purposely reframe, there is this time consideration of trying to think of a different way of seeing something. It, it takes some time. It may take some patience for you to really um, nurture new pathways because you're lifting new weights, basically, in a new way of doing it. So over time, with a new type of training, physical training, the muscles need to adapt. They need to get used to lifting this weight in this type of way, for example, And that's the same way with how we think about things, how we see things either positive or negative. So I'm telling you all this just so you become aware of how the brain's kind of tricking us and making us almost fall back to old patterns, or so that you understand that there may be some transition time so that you don't get discouraged, but instead be consistent and just know that the continual reframing will change the way you think. Learning how to think more positively is an exercise. It's like going to the gym and learning how to lift completely different weights. You're going to get the results with consistency and time and putting the work in. So Number one, if you're not even aware of this negative self-talk, we have to be fully aware that we're even having negative self-talk. And there's a couple ways you can do this. So we listen to the tone that we're taking with ourselves. Like, is that tone coming through in a very, um, you know, kind, considerate way? Is it the same way you would talk to a friend? And I'll never forget, I'm not sure where this came from, but someone told me, friends are those that see you better than you see yourself and I was like yeah you're so right (laughs) we're so hard on ourselves we are like our hardest critic and our friends will our, our true friends will really see us in a better light and we have to treat ourselves like our friend though we have to start to be kind to ourselves and talk to ourselves as though we are a friend And negative self-talk comes through very harshly. Um, It can be in this hard tone. And if you asked yourself, like, would I talk to my friend this way? I would say absolutely no. If it's a negative voice, you probably wouldn't. (laughs) So why are we talking to ourselves this way? Why do we tell ourselves things that we would never even tell our friends We are our best ally. We are our best friend. We're constantly going to be with ourselves. So why wouldn't we treat ourselves like a friend? So we would start there. Recognize the tonality that you take with yourself. The type of things that you're telling yourself. You know, Are you saying to yourself the same things that you would tell your friend? And if not, then it's time to change (laughs) and reframe what you're telling yourself. So how do we do this now? Well, you probably heard this before, but you're going to start off by compassion. Having self-compassion. But what is compassion? It's recognizing the suffering and not adding to it, but just acknowledging it and giving an understanding to that suffering. That we don't need to create more suffering that we just, our compassion, which is alleviating the suffering. And so the minute we start to give ourselves self-compassion, we immediately eliminate the suffering that is necessary because of a component of understanding, of of just being kind to ourselves is going to alleviate the suffering as opposed to create more suffering. Because suffering or pain is just part of all humans it's inevitable that we will we will all experience suffering and pain and so we can be compassionate with other humans recognizing that you know what is good and what is bad and the except the bad moments except the good moments except the best or the worst aspects of who I am because I am human and so my Self-loathing is just part of the suffering that's being created and the pain that I'm experiencing because I'm human. But there's no need for me to continue to do that. <laughs> it really isn't. And that is compassion, recognizing that we don't need to create more suffering, that the suffering is already there. So why add to it? So there are many ways we can be self-compassionate. And another way is to recognize that we are not Our thoughts and our emotions. We all have thoughts and we all have feelings, but our thoughts and feelings are not always reality. And what I mean by that is that thoughts are data points. We have a lot of different thoughts that come into our mind, and obviously, thoughts that were not even originally our thoughts. We have Thoughts from our parents, thoughts that are created from the news or from TV or from information around us all the time. We have many different thoughts that do not need to be part of who we are. They're like data points that are just, you know, floating around in our mind. And feelings for me is like more of a communication system. And when our thoughts don't align with who we are, then negative feelings will come forward. Feelings that are not pleasing or appealing to us will come forward because it's basically the body that's saying like, this isn't right for us. This isn't like something's off here. Like, no, this is not us. That maladaptive way of thinking that I feel, therefore I am is not right. I feel bad, therefore I am bad. No, it's not. That's not the truth. Feelings are the subconscious mind communicating that this isn't right for us. This isn't what, like, these are thoughts that are just not appropriate, (laughs) that they're not, they're taking us away from our authenticity of who we really are. So you can start to almost see the pattern that comes up between the thoughts and the feelings that are coming up from the thoughts. And if the feelings that are coming up from the thoughts are feelings that are, creating irritability or or just feeling bad and ill or whatever it may be, then it's time to change the thoughts. So if we cannot reframe the thought to a more positive, then I would say one other thing you can do is reframe the thought to a more neutral thing. Bring it to a sense of neutrality. So then this starts to bring us into how we begin to reframe. The only way we can reframe something is recognizing that that is a a negative thought and recognizing that it's not a good feeling thought or recognizing that this is a thinking pattern that doesn't align with our authenticity or is not serving us in some capacity. And the only way we're going to do that is by going back and forth and recognizing how that's making us feel. And so you can almost begin to play with thoughts and the way of seeing a situation. And this takes some practice, like I said earlier. So the minute you have a thought, and if you're recognizing this is making you really irritable and anxious, or you're feeling heaviness in your chest or in your belly, then you can start to say, okay, well, how can I see this differently? How can I see this differently? This clearly sounds like a negative thought. The tonality in there is really not good. I would never say these things to my friend. So what can I tell myself now instead? And that's what I would ask myself. What can I tell myself instead? And start to play with different things to see what feels right for you. If, for example, you're telling yourself that you're not good enough and that you're not capable and you never win or that you might as well not even try and you start to feel ugh because of that, then play around with another way of how you can tell yourself that. I keep on telling myself I'm never going to be able to do this. Well, maybe if I keep on attempting it multiple times and I I do my best, then I will. I have a better chance, right? Right at least i'll learn a lesson from it right if i don't even attempt it then i have no lessons that i'll learn or at least i can say that i attempted it and that i did my best that's a lot more encouraging as opposed to oh you're not capable or you can't try or don't even do it or why would you waste your time no it's a much better way to say you know i'm human i'm going to attempt it i may fail but that's okay that that turns into a lesson that i will learn and so that turns into a different reframe of how you see the situation. And it will be more encouraging for you to even attempt whatever that is because now you have this voice that's being created that's even pepping you up. It's like a coach. And so we want to create this inner coach in us that is our best friend. (laughs) We want to be our own best friend. One thing that I've even had people tell me is that they hear my voice in their head because they pick up on people that are speaking very positively. And then they start to pick up on the way that they say things or the word patterns they have, and it becomes this person in their head that's speaking to them. Well, I would say change that voice to your voice and make it yours and just tell yourself the same things that you hear other positive people telling themselves or saying to you. Just take in that language. And in the beginning, it may feel very weird and awkward, but that is the change. That is you just learning to have these new pathways. And so the more you continue to practice it, the more easier it's going to come for you. Now, there's one last thing that I wanted to bring up that I do tend to see when people have negative self-talk or will engage in self-loathing. One of the things that I've heard is that something's wrong with them, that, oh my God, something's wrong with me. I can't fix myself. But that alone is the negative self-talk of them feeling as though something is wrong with them. I'm going to say nothing is wrong with you that there's nothing really to fix. And sometimes we get so bogged down with the idea of needing to fix something that that alone becomes the fixation of what's wrong with me. There's so much I need to fix about myself that there is that that I'm so that I'm broken. No, you're human. And I want to I want to reframe it that The negative self-talk or a pattern of thought is not evidence that something is wrong with you or something needs to be fixed. It's just a feature of being human. That is learning how to be more positive, just to recognize that you are human and that you could not control who or what you were around as a child and who you were exposed to i'm going to tell you though that i do truly believe that we were we have chosen to be exposed to that environment or or that upbringing because we needed to learn something from it and so you were exposed to it Because you did choose, I believe, (laughs) from a past life or past, you know, before you were incarnated in this experience, that you chose that upbringing to be able to learn the lessons of how to be more positive, as opposed to being negative. (laughs) You cannot learn how to be positive if you were not once negative. And that's why in the very beginning of this podcast, I was stating that, you know, those that already have that positive voice up there that is very uplifting or, you know, kind to itself likely put a lot of work into it or they they came into this life choosing to want to you know in a sense have a you know nice easy upbringing because there were other things that they wanted to just experience i know for me myself personally i've done a lot of work on myself and everything you're hearing from me right now is not something that came easily that i definitely was consistent with my my reframing and a new way of seeing things and i learned from other people around me and I read many self-help books and I listened to other podcasts or other talks or other gurus and just started taking in that dialogue as my own. So now my inner dialogue or my inner voice is much more nice and kind, but it didn't start off that way. So I just want you to recognize or be aware that you are human and there's nothing really wrong with you. It's just part of the human experience. And so reframe that because it is a common thing that I've heard before. So I wanted to point it out that that is not the negative self-talk or, um, that critical voice that may be very loud is not evidence of something being wrong with you. It is just merely a feature of being human so that you can learn and grow from it and be better. I hope this helps until next time. Thanks for listening, and I hope you gained some newfound insights or realizations. If you would like future alerts on new episodes, be sure to hit the subscribe. You can also join me, your host, on Instagram to continue this conversation, ask questions, or just to give us feedback because we love hearing from you, the listener. Just search in the handle Ann Balkansky, or you can check below in the show notes all of our social media links, as well as how else you can get connected. Until next time, have a great one.